0: you're about to enjoy an it takes three network podcast apparently i have
1: a lot of what they call aptitude really dr kim told me that, like every few years she has a female student that turns out to be like academically gifted but just didn't apply herself you know just focusing more on boys and shopping and celebrity gossip she said if i study for my finals i could get my grades up enough to go to brown with you wouldn't that be awesome
0: yeah Sure, but uh, you know, do you even, do you want to go
1: to Brown? Well, now I do. Dr. Kim said that you can make your own major, and the school colors are seal brown. How cute are seals? Mm. And then look, well, they're having this thing tomorrow.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Let's Talk OC, the OC podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Liz. And tonight, we're discussing Season 3, Episode 9, The Disconnect. Original air date, December 8th, 2005, directed by Ian Toynton. written by Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage. In this episode, Ryan takes an internship but ends up having to cover for Matt. Marissa visits Johnny and meets his mother, Gwen. Seth and Summer try to join school extracurricular activities in hopes they will stand out enough to get accepted to Brown. Mm. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so instead of a snack this week, we are toasting to Kirsten and Julie on their new business venture—a high-end dating service. Yeah,
1: this is gonna be fun. You kind of predicted this. Sort of. I felt like I remembered it. Part the party planning, which they were originally gonna yeah, do. Yeah. So I remember. I remember that. But no, this is this is gonna be fun. Yeah. So
0: we are toasting, um, obviously, no alcohol because Kirsten's (laughs) a recovering alcoholic. So I got Italian sparkling mineral water. It's very smooth. Lime flavor from Whole Mm. Foods and just a squeeze of lemon and a squeeze of lime. So that is tonight's beverage. Very refreshing.
1: What do you think of this episode, Liz? I thought it was a little filler just a little mm-hmm. I mean I know we have a little bit more development with Johnny and we get to meet his mom you find out how sexually how smart summer is when she applies herself and then uh the Ryan internship thing yeah so it wasn't like my all-time favorite episode but you know I get it we need to have the character development so I'm excited for the Julian Kirsten stuff yeah uh Aunt said that this episode is boring
0: because there's no (laughs) Taylor and there's no Volchok.
1: That too. There's no Taylor. There's no Taylorisms. Yeah, no Volchok. Really, no. Like it was hard for me to pick a shittiest too. Like there was same. Really, nothing that anyone did that was shitty, and there was also like nothing that anyone did that was really like all that amazing either. So yeah, I feel like it's just it was just a medium leveled episode. Yeah, but but all together you need it. We needed it.
0: All right, so the episode opens up. We have Ryan, we have Marissa, Seth, and Johnny are in the car driving. Ryan's driving, and they're driving Johnny home. Yeah, he got discharged from the hospital, but his mom couldn't pick him up. Yeah. And so they're they're driving him, and... They're making small talk and they're looking at the houses and they're like, oh, this is such a nice neighborhood. Oh, this is such a nice house over here. And Johnny's like, oh no, my house is the small yeah, one. He's like next it's to that literally
1: one. the smallest one on the block.
0: Which is a cute little cottage. I mean, yeah. it's fine. He gets out of the car, he thanks them for helping him. And he's like, I'm fine. I can handle this. And as we see, he's stumbling up the stairs. Right. He's on crutches.
1: And has like a bag trying to get up onto the, into the house. But how are you going to do that when you have stairs? Right. And he's trying to just do
0: this by himself. And so Marissa quickly, she tells the guys like, Hey, I have a free
1: period. I will go with him. Right. And Ryan's like, yeah, no, you should go with him. And it's sad too, because in the car Seth some says something like, I don't know, something about how Marissa's going to help help Johnny. And then Ryan's like, well, she has, he has nobody. Yeah. And I trust Marissa. Well, that's the big kicker here
0: is that Ryan completely trusts her.
1: Yeah. As, as he should, as he should, she's never done anything to make him think
0: otherwise. So, yeah. So Marissa, as she says, she has a free period. So she decides she's going to help Johnny and Johnny obviously is a little taken aback. Like, Hey, I don't need this, but But also
1: I'm falling over trying to get in the house. So I kind of do need it. I need it.
0: Right. So she goes in the house and she gets Johnny all situated. He's on the couch. She's bringing him snacks. She talks him in. And we finally meet Gwen, who is Johnny's mom. She walks in. Oh, my gosh. This is the famous Marissa Cooper. Mm -hmm.
1: And you didn't tell me how beautiful she was. So clearly Johnny's been talking
0: about her. Right.
1: But I uh, maybe not to the fact where he has like a crush. I think he's just like over excessively talking about Marissa because she is his new bestie. Like yeah. they, ha- they pretty much don't hang out with anyone else anymore, especially now that Chili was away and Casey is out of the picture. So it's really just them too. Right. Yeah. Uh, His mom is super sweet. Very nice. And
0: she's so excited because she did end up getting Johnny an appointment with a special doctor. But the hang up is that there's a wait.
1: Right. It's a very, you know, important doctor, an orthopedic surgeon or whatever. And it takes a while for you to be able to get an appointment with them.
0: Yeah. And Johnny has this blind hope. He's like, oh, that's okay. What is it? Days or weeks. And she's like, no, months. Yeah. I mean, that's the reality, unfortunately. Yeah. I know. So Marissa ends up spending her time there, and she she's online, she's researching, yeah. she's trying to help Johnny out, and he appreci- appreciates it, but he doesn't want this to be her problem. Right. And of course, Marissa, because Marissa's a really good friend, as we see for the people that she cares about, she's like, no, it's fine. Like, right. let me help you. But this really is actually a problem for Johnny. Right, because she... At this point, Marissa doesn't have a car.
1: Yeah. She had a car. Is, I guess because with the whole divorce, well, not, you know,
0: all the losing of the money. And the house. And, and the house, how that. All that. Yeah. So she's constantly being picked up and, and chauffeured around by either Ryan or Summer. And we see that Summer's coming to pick her up. And she goes out. Summer comes in. And I think either Marissa gets a phone call at this point is why she steps outside yeah
1: maybe she's I trying to call Ryan something yeah she gets a phone call and Johnny's still on the couch and Summer comes in and she, of course she's gonna ask like hey how are you doing how's everything going and he's
0: like listen you gotta help you me gotta here. get her out of here you gotta get Marissa <laughs> out of here she's driving me crazy and Summer's cute she's like oh yeah well Coop can be a little clingy and
1: he's like no it's just that like I like it Right. And I'm I'm getting worried because I like it like too much. And of course, Summer's, Summer's like, like, oh, shit. And she's also <laughs> like,
0: I knew this. Yeah. I called it. I knew this was going to happen. And he's like, well, we got to do something yeah, about we it. We
1: have a problem now. Now it's a problem. It's a problem. It's been a problem. But now it's like really a problem because he's single. He's helpless. She's his only friend. And she has a boyfriend. Yeah. So he can't
0: even. And he's friends with Ryan at this point. Right. They have a a little bit of a relationship. Friends. Sort of. Mutual mutual respect. Yeah. Just like acquaintances. Yeah. So. So, It's cute because Marissa walks in. She's like, what did I miss? What are you guys talking about? Yeah. And Summer's like, let's go. Uh, Marissa and Summer, they leave. And we see the next morning of them discussing Johnny about them you know, in Summer remarks, I'm like, hey, you guys are getting really close. And Marissa's like, yeah, but I'm just happy to help him. And I actually like being a nurse. I like helping him. <laughs> and she makes a joke of, oh, maybe I will become a nurse. And Summer's like, that's a circle coop. Can you picture Marissa being a nurse? I kind of
1: can. She's very I think caring I and sweet. Yeah. She's not like easily grossed out or like offended no. by things. So no. I think she'd be OK. Yeah. But Summer's dad, he works with a
0: hospital. And so Marissa asks, like, hey, she she fills Summer in on the situation. And she says, do you think your dad could help us out? Yeah. And Summer says, yeah, I will talk to him and I'll try to get in a good word uh, with him. So, of course, it all works out because Marissa actually got Johnny an appointment for next week. For next week. And johnny's mom is so excited over
1: how when you would be over the moon
0: of i know course. right and she's like we want to get takeout and let's play board games and we'll rent
1: movies and she's like you have to stay for dinner yeah and marissa's like i have plans with ryan yeah but let me call and invite him and so ryan does say like yeah when i'm finishing up with this i can you know try and get there but that was it like obviously later on we'll talk about it but he doesn't get there <laughs> well, well yeah i mean the big issue in this
0: episode is they're just kind of misconnections yes this, the disconnect the disconnect <laughs> but then they reconnect mm-hmm. as, yeah. as a couple does but johnny makes it a point to say like oh marissa probably has plans because she obviously calls but she's like with her boyfriend ryan Right, and then her mom's like, his mom's like, oh, well, you can yeah. She
1: like she makes a mental note, like, oh, okay, so she has a boyfriend.
0: Johnny and Marissa are not going. They're not to a date. thing. They're yeah. not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Marissa obviously ends up staying because she has no rides anywhere. Right? That's so true. She doesn't have anywhere to go. Oh my
1: God. I didn't even think about that. Like she literally is stranded there. Yeah. If and Johnny's mom didn't invite her for dinner, she would be like, can you take me home? Like we, there's, she has no way of getting
0: home. Yeah. I mean, she could have called summer, but she doesn't. She's like, oh, well, you know, they invited me. I guess I'll stay. He's And my they'll friend. watch
1: movies.
0: Yeah. And plus like, obviously Johnny's down and. I mean he's down, but at this point he has an appointment next week. So it's like
1: right, so I, guess I don't want to leave you.
0: Yeah. But she ends up staying and they're watching a movie and Johnny falls asleep and she, you know, tucks him in and she's just kind of like standing there. Not sitting there, but sitting there and Johnny's head keeps falling on her shoulder and she keeps pushing it off.
1: Yeah, which I thought was funny because I feel like he would have woken up by her pushing it, but Yeah. yeah
0: Yeah, I know. And, but she ends up falling asleep. It's very innocent. I mean, they're not cuddling or anything, but. Right. And at this point, earlier, Ryan said he was going to try and come. He doesn't end up coming. He tries to call her, but. But she doesn't pick up because she's sleeping. Because she's sleeping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the next morning, Marissa finally gets back to Summers. And Summers obviously worried about her and questions her about, like, sleeping at Johnny's. And what are you doing? And it's pretty funny because they're, Marissa's not telling the whole truth. And Ryan finally shows up and also avoids the situation with that. It's so awkward. Yeah. And he's like asking, like, where were you? And she's like, oh, you know, Johnny's mom drove me home. Like, it's all fine. How was your night? And he's like, Oh, it's fine. And everyone's just like, Everything's fine. Yeah. And they weird. And they do this awkward hug. Yeah. Like, Hey, haven't seen you in a while. So Marissa, she decides she's going to stop by Johnny's because I have a feeling she's just checking on him every day.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: here's the thing I'm like, How'd she get there? Yeah. How did she get there? How did she get there?
1: But and how she, did she get in? And how did she get in?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know this. This, these are not like huge details. They're not,
1: but like,
0: Whatever. follow through with it, guys. You know how we are. We don't let things go. No, we
1: don't.
0: But she stops by Johnny's, and she lets herself in, and Johnny trips. He's in the kitchen. He this spills was his so drink.
1: Dramatic. The glass shatters. It's like he's got blood. It's like it's just so over the top. But of course, he fell on the floor, and now he's like hurting himself again. Like he re-hurt the knee. Yeah. And so Marissa's there to like pick him up. And then she gives him pain meds. She's like, she asked like where are your painkillers? And
0: so she gives it to him. And also, I mean, good thing she was there. Right? He
1: would have just been laying on the ground until someone came home.
0: Yeah. But as he takes his painkillers, he's resting on the couch and she's like cleaning up and he's like Marissa Marissa, I have to tell you something. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, what? You know, she's being all she's lighthearted. She's so Marissa. She's so Marissa in this but, scene, right? What do you have to tell me? And so she, he's like, I, I just, I got to tell you something. And I like you. And she's like, oh, I like uh, you too, Johnny. And he's like, no, no. like, I like like you. I like like you. I think I'm in love with you.
1: And she's like, uh. Literally speechless. And then you don't even see what happens after that. You don't. Because we just go to, like, the next day. Yeah, we go the next morning, and Marissa and Summer are in bed, which is
0: so cute. I love their sweet relationship. and, And they're catching each other up, and she tells Summer what's going on. And
1: Summer's like, yeah, I knew this. Yeah, and she's like, I don't want him to be mad at me because of, like, the way I left things. So you're just to assume that she just, like, didn't say anything, and I guess... Left or was like, okay, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, and he keeps blowing up her phone. Yeah.
0: And it keeps ringing. And she's like, ooh, I have to call Ryan. That's mm. who I should really be worrying about. And she yeah. doesn't know what to do. Do I tell Ryan? Do I not tell Ryan? Well, later on that day, Johnny and his mom arrive and catch Marissa hanging out. I mean, heading out. Right. And I think it's cute that Johnny's mom drove him to see marissa yeah and they have this awkward conversation and he makes a joke about the pills and she's also like hey i should know
1: right But <laughs> you say when you she have was, pills like, so she wasn't even like making a joke she's like well i should know yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> so, like as the audience you're laughing but she's like no really i should know yeah i mean i'm gonna own <laughs> up to it but he says that he's sorry he said it but
0: he's not but he, he means he it. He means it,
1: yeah. Like, is he sorry it came out, but right. he's not like, it sorry. wasn't the right timing, maybe, but he does mean what he said.
0: Yeah, and then he's also pitches the idea of, hey, how about we just, you know,
1: we're just friends.
0: I don't want this to ruin anything. And it's, like, finally the light bulb went on. It's, like,
1: no, I think we should take some time Yeah, Yeah, is like, we should actually just, like, take a breather because... It's just so overwhelming at this point. Like you started this like really good friendship with someone, but now it's turned. It's escalated. And you have a boyfriend and you, I guess, don't feel the same way. So how you can't really go back to being friends just yet after that. Yeah.
0: And while all of this is happening between Marissa and Johnny, as we said earlier, Ryan and her keep missing each other and they keep having to cancel plans And it's all because Ryan took an internship with the Newport group, which is funny because you thought Summer was going to take an internship. Yeah, but it
1: makes more sense that Ryan would do it.
0: Yeah. Sandy and Matt, now if we remember, Matt is the new VP, the young young little chap, 26 years old, working for Sandy. They're at the Coens, and they're discussing this meeting that they're going to have and this building development. And Matt makes a point to point out how – wonderful sandy and kirsten have it yeah and sandy's like we've been together for so long like i hope by now we would have like this the right groove we know what we're doing and he mentions his girlfriend Mm -hmm. and matt doesn't really go into too much detail about it she lives in chicago right but not that's all we right that's it we know seth and ryan they finally meet matt and then ryan of course because he has an interest in architecture and development and he you know worked in construction and so he's like oh let me give you my two cents and so then matt's
1: like hey you're a senior
0: what would look better than an internship it's yeah, true come be an intern at the Newport group it's a
1: lot a lot of work for that internship though like he doesn't it's not like a nine to five and he closes the books or like, it was after work again he's, after school <laughs> like a weekend it was a weekend trip yeah yeah so Ryan and Matt, they're
0: at the, inter- the Newport group and they're discussing everything. But Matt opens up to Ryan about mm-hmm. his girlfriend's situation and how he did end up proposing to her, but
1: she said no. She said no. And he took the job. Right, instead. And he's got a lot on his mind and a lot on his plate. So he's like overwhelmed. And he doesn't want to let Sandy know. Right. He doesn't want to let him down. This is like his first huge job and this is Sandy's new business. So like... Can't say anything. Yeah, but Sandy obviously because he doesn't know any of this, he's like, "Oh, let me just pile
0: the let work let's on, pile it on." Yeah, and they have like a big meeting coming up about zoning and if things were passing, the two sides of it, and so right. And Matt, it's Matt's
1: responsibility to pre- present both sides.
0: Right, right, exactly. And Matt is like, "We got it, like no problem." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Isn't this in fourteen hours?" He's like, "We got a laptop, we got coffee." We are in good shape, Sandy. Don't worry about right. it. Right. And Ryan, Ryan and I can handle yeah. it. <laughs> Poor, Poor Ryan. Like, Poor Ryan. Okay, cool. So Ryan's just, and of course, Ryan's not going to say no. No.
1: He would never de- like de- jeopardize Sandy's company. Never. Never.
0: So when Sandy walks out of the room, Matt's like, hey, let's go on a little field trip. So Ryan thinks that he's going to get coffee, but they end up going to the strip, strip club. Pub. What? Yeah. And Matt says, like, hey, I do my best thinking here. And he ends up going off with this woman and then pays for Ryan's first lap dance. Right. Oh, so awkward. It's so, so awkward. Ryan. This is so awkward. Ryan's
1: face the whole time. Like, like trying not to touch her. He's like, oh, oh, this is so bizarre. Yeah.
0: And this goes on the whole night.
1: Yeah, they're there forever.
0: And this is why Ryan doesn't make it to Johnny's
1: yeah. or to get Marissa. Right. And the stripper takes Ryan's phone, too. Yes, because it's ringing. Yeah, and, and she, she like just, just hides it wherever she put it. Ew. I don't want to know. <laughs> Disgusting. But yeah, so he can't even pick up his phone when Marissa calls him.
0: Yeah. Gross.
1: But luckily, <laughs> not luckily, but at this point,
0: Marissa's so distracted and Ryan's so distracted. Yeah. So they're not really getting mad at each other. They're just not communicating. Mm-hmm.
1: They <laughs> no. recognize it, but in my notes, when Marissa and Johnny were cuddling, I put LOL looks like mother and son because he looked like a little boy. Though? He, he was just really. like
0: resting his head on. Yeah. Her but shoulder.
1: he just has like such a tiny face and the way he was resting on her. I was like, it looks like that's his mom. <laughs> she was so popped up sitting up. Yeah. Straight. It just looked really funny. Yeah. I just saw that in my notes. I'm like, <laughs> that's very funny.
0: Uh, but yeah, okay, so it's time for the meeting and Ryan and Sandy, they're at the Newport group. Matt is nowhere to be found. And at this point, Ryan hasn't said anything. And Sandy's like, where is he? And Ryan's covering for him like, oh, I'm, you know, he, he was up all night.
1: Like, he's got it. I'm God. sure he's I would good. be dying if I was Ryan. Like, I would oh be, my God, I'd be dying. And also just so embarrassed for Sandy. Oh, that too. Yeah. But
0: the meeting has to go on Matt finally arrives he has kind of like a five o'clock shadow yeah he looks so tired and disgruntled they go into the meeting and of course these group of people they're asking very specific questions and trying to get numbers and Matt is being so broad and he's like yeah
1: it could be this range of numbers they're like, like no we need specifics why are we here and it's just so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing Sandy you could see Sandy's face he's like wait a minute What happened? And Sandy says, like, oh, hey,
0: like, of course, we will get you the numbers by lunchtime. Matt will take care of it. And they leave. And Matt apologizes immensely. He's so embarrassed. And he walks out.
1: And then Sandy looks at Ryan like. You have anything to tell me? What's going on? Yeah. Like, he knew right away something happened last night. Matt's not in his game. And you're hiding something. The next scene that we see is Ryan takes Sandy to, to the, the strip, strip club.
0: club and we see uh, we see Matt and Matt's talking to his friend. Right. At the time, we don't know what's his friend, but right. And Sandy lectures him and fires Matt fires him on the spot. Oh, yeah. Ryan goes to meet with Sandy and Sandy's just so perplexed. Like, why would Matt do this? Why did Matt blow me off? And that's
1: when Ryan uh, tells Sandy. Right. His girlfriend broke up with him. He's been going through a lot. It's a lot of work and a lot of pressure. Yeah.
0: And so this is when they're interrupted by Matt's friend, the yeah, dancer. She, I don't remember her name. I
1: don't have it either. Is, I just have Matt's friend from law school. Yeah.
0: Right. She's a friend from law school because, of course, we're they're automatically being like, oh, like, yeah. Really? He's your friend? She's like, I do
1: this as my side hustle. No judgments. And no judgments. Yeah. You do you, girl. But she
0: tells Sandy how much he loves this job. He gave it up for the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it would like you should give him another chance because right. he's a really good guy. She knows
1: his character where they're just all starting to still get to know each other. So yeah. She's like, he's still a good guy. Give him another chance. So, of course, Sandy... Of course, he gives
0: him another chance. Just have chance. a conversation with Sandy. Like, Sandy's so understanding. He calls Matt in. They talk. And Sandy's like, listen, if something like this happens, just talk to me. Yeah. You need help? I'll just ask. Right. That's all. So nice. But I, I don't blame Matt because I feel like I'd probably be the same way. You don't know Sandy yet. No. Is a new job. It's so Embarrassing.
1: Embarrassing. You're young. You're like, okay, I'll do whatever it takes for me to further my career and not let anyone else down. Yeah. But Sandy says, listen, be here
0: 8 a.m. on Monday. But this is your last chance. Last shot. That's it. So that's good. Yeah, I'm glad. Matt's back. We went through a little hiccup. Yeah. Smooth sailing now. Smooth <laughs> well, sailing <hopefully. laughs> for them. Seth and Summer are so stressed this episode because... Summer got her SAT scores back and it turns out she's like really smart. She
1: got 2,300. Fuck, that's almost perfect. Which <laughs> she didn't even know what that meant. No. She's like, is that good? Is that bad? I don't know. And
0: Ryan looks at her and she's like, is that better than Cohen? Because this all happens it's better in school. better than most of
1: the kids at that school.
0: And Seth's like, how did this
1: happen? How is this possible that you got that score? I can't even imagine being Seth and hearing that news and being like, wait, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the running joke of this episode. She saved Chris. She Mika. saved Chris. <laughs> right. Everyone's like, this makes total sense. She saved Chris. Mika. Because when you save Chris, it means you're, you get a 2300 on your SATs. It's like you're up there with Jesus and Moses.
0: <laughs> but me. Sandy says it. I know Ryan says and it. that was the,
1: the running joke of the episode and it was funny right but summer she's
0: at first she's not excited as yeah. excited because she doesn't really understand what it means and Dr. Kim Kim wants to meet with her and talk to her about it so she meets with Dr.
1: Kim and now she's
0: all pent she's up like,
1: turns out I'm smart I have aptitude I have lots of aptitude and you know what maybe I can go to Brown with you and isn't
0: that amazing? And she has this really cute quote of that the school colors are seal brown. How cute are seals? <laughs> <I> love her. <laughs> and Seth's reading uh, a book by Kierkegaard. But anyway, he's reading it and she's like, okay, cool. Like, now that I'm smart, I'm sure I'll enjoy I'm this sure. book too. So she's
1: like reading over his shoulder, like reading together. It's cute. Yeah,
0: and she shows him that there's going to be a brown event, which to me this made me laugh that there's only one event for this particular for this school. one college
1: i mean maybe we'll give them the benefit of the doubt of like each week there's like a college that comes but let's it just so that. happened that brown was this week let's do that <laughs> we'll say that
0: so she says hey we should go together and seth you can tell is so apprehensive like why do you want to do it's this like, oh you
1: want to go to that why
0: and, and also you want to go to brown and she's like well yeah now that i'm smart this <laughs> yeah. is now my dream
1: too Right, she changed it She, she changed, changed it Which is fine
0: Yeah, so they, they go to the Brown event And Summer sees these two girls And the girls are surprised Those that are the girls that are from the social chair, right? Yeah, they do have names They we, do have names Let's just name them like Lucy and Jen <laughs> So Lucy and Jen are there I'm sure you guys are nice people and actors and Right I should have your names, but I don't apologize
1: But they... They're surprised she's there.
0: And they're like, We had no idea that you were interested in Brown. Right.
1: And it's almost like Summer really doesn't belong with anyone that's there. Yeah. And
0: Seth again makes the comment of like, Why do you why do you want to be here? And what do you why do you want this? And said, you know, she defends herself and she's like, Hey, listen, I might not be the smartest or read all the books, but I can work a room. Yeah. And I felt <laughs> I'm not going to put myself on the same level of summer, but I feel like this resonated with me because there are times where I definitely don't feel the smartest when it comes to.
1: Yeah, of course. But we all have
0: our moments, but I feel socially. I'm uh, I'm good in You're great. social situations. You're awesome. Oh, thank you, Liz. You can work a room, Michelle. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> but then we find out that Brown only
1: admits one, one student on the regular. one Harbor student. Which is crazy to me. That's nothing. And one, I mean, we know it's a really small school, but like one. That's and you're it? having a brown event. There's so many other like Ivy League schools. You think that they, like one of that they take one from each school. Like that makes no sense. But whatever. Yeah. It's point of the point of the episode.
0: And Seth and Summer are totally blown away by this. And so Summer approaches the guy who's running the event. She's like. What makes a student stand out? Like, how can I
1: get in? And you need a hook. You need something. And Seth's like, oh, it's not just good grade. She's like, oh, it's not just a high SAT score. Yeah. But then she does say something that she never had a dream and she actually wants to do something important. Yeah,
0: I know. And I was like, wow, Summer. It's because I feel like it's finally been shown that, hey, girl, you actually do have it. Yeah, But like she admits, she's like, oh, you know, I was just caught up in celebrity she gossip. She just wasn't paying
1: attention to the fact that she, if she applied she's herself, capable. she would be capable of doing it all. And being that one student that could get into Brown over Seth. Yeah. She could have, she's very well-rounded as opposed to Seth. Like we know he was in the clubs, but he was the only one in the clubs. But she's just, she got, she's got a lot of stuff going on. And
0: so Yeah. Very personable.
1: Very. She'd be good in an interview, unlike Seth. Yes, uh, as we saw. As we saw many times. <laughs> <laughs> so Summer joins the band. We
0: find out that <laughs> while Summer w- in the past people thought she was at pageant camp, she was actually at band camp learning how to play a tuba. Right, she
1: hit that. She Even hid Marissa that. didn't know. No. I was surprised by that. She's like was suppressing her like nerdy persona which she should have just embraced but i get it it's high school you don't want to do that and it's just such a random
0: instrument, random tuba. random for her but summer she sneaks in to join the marching band with her tuba and then we see seth in a pirate costume he just needs the hook right because <laughs> sandy made a joke of like oh you need like captain hook but he's trying to be the mascot And the poor cheerleader who he's speaking to at school is like, dude, you're creeping me out. Yeah. She's like, we don't need another mascot. We already have one. And so this is when Summer sees Seth being a pirate and they talk and they'll ask each other, like, what are you doing? And
1: Summer's like, why do you have to be better than me? At everything. This is awful. I know. Imagine having this conversation with Anthony and he's like, why can't you, why do you have to be better at me than everything? Like, well. And Seth is purposely doing this, so he's one-upping Summer. Like, the whole thing is a competition to him. It's a relationship. I know. It's awful. It's really cringe when you watch it. And just Seth feels so self-conscious about this. I mean, it's clear. Yeah. This whole
0: episode, we see how this is the only thing he had. It's true. So while I don't agree with what he did, I do see why he's doing it.
1: Right. I do, too. But it's, it's still very selfish.
0: Yeah. And Seth explains to Ryan later on about the situation. And Ryan's like... Listen, don't compete with Summer, and Seth finally admits out loud that what if Summer being smart changes our whole dynamic—the dynamic of the relationship—and it would, it definitely would,
1: definitely changes it.
0: But and Ryan's trying to be cute and help him be like, listen, you're an expert in comics, you use the films, you're good at the grill,
1: right? You guys still have things that are different than each other.
0: But Ryan's is a really, really great quote of. She wants
1: to be with you, not be you. Mm-hmm. Which I right. feel is so important. Right. I hope Summer realizes that she doesn't want to be Seth either. I think towards the end of the episode, she's like, Oh, this is like actually my dream. I don't want to be like Seth. I just want to be at like his level. The
0: caliber.
1: Right. Yeah. In the relationship and in the real world too.
0: Yeah, because Seth, he runs over to Summers to apologize and Summers leaving her. Right. House she's going to gonna apologize to him. And they do have the talk about that and how she really just wants to be on the
1: same level as him. Right. Kind of what you just said. And my was, gripe was they literally don't close the front door. I Why know? didn't they close bugs can fly right in. Oh A squirrel can jump right in there. I agree. They like close the front door. Because we see it they're sitting on the stoop. Yeah. And you see right inside the house. Yeah. was <laughs> yelling at the TV. No, yeah. I was too. I was I this bothers
0: me all the time. Yeah. Just like with shoes on the bed. I can't stand shoes on the bed. I know, shoes on the bed. But anyway, they have this really sweet talk. They apologize. And (laughs) Summer says the sweet line of, I always look up to you, even... Not, not because, you're, because taller. you're taller <laughs> than me. Was
1: yeah. like, you guys so no, that's really cute. sweet. It's so like, yeah, she she is looking up to him because she never thought she would be on that level. And now she is. And it's exciting to finally be recognized in that way. Definitely. I it, would love if someone praised me for being intelligent all the time. Right. <laughs> you know? know. But the, the two of them decide that maybe they both can get into Brown. Yeah. They're going to try for this. You know, this year will be their year
0: yeah. together. And they fill out the applications and they they mail them together and they make a pack. Like if one yep. of us gets in, that person has to go. They have to go. And then the other person will be happy for them. Like no matter what. No matter what. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so as we said at the top of the episode, we toasted to Julie and Kirsten. They're starting a new business. This all started out because nude maids or nude maids <laughs> or just house cleaners.
1: Yeah. She's like um,
0: a bookstore. So many ideas. Yeah. Kirsten, like we saw last episode, Kirsten pitches to Julie how
1: she's bored. Let's go into business together. Anything. They don't know what it is. I just think it's funny. They're like, yeah, we're in business, but like we don't have anything what we're doing yet. We don't know what we're doing.
0: Yeah. So Julie comes with all these ideas, and Kirsten's like, how about a bookstore? And then they fall to their default of party planning. Right,
1: which they would be great at.
0: I mean, they have the numbers, they have the contacts, Mm -hmm. they have the skill set. So throughout this whole situation... They meet at the Coen's, which I love these different meeting places. Yeah. Meet at the Coen's and decide. Then they're meeting at the club to discord. A lunch date. Yeah. Right. To discuss the business. And Julie is so bored because she's like, this isn't fun. It's not entertaining. And Kirsten goes out to the car to get her book. And this guy approaches Jeff. Randomly. Jeff Granzel. Oh. Yes. That's his name. Yeah. And... He's hitting on Julie and Julie's like, "Um, my partner's coming in. And then she's like, well, not like that. Just my business partner. Not not that kind of partner. (laughs) And he tries to buy them drinks. And then he's like, what kind of business do you do? And it turns out that Julie got them a job Mm -hmm. of a catering job. A catering job.
1: For $5,000. It's great. And Kirsten's like, who is this person? But, oh, okay, you got us a job. This is great. Can't wait. So Kirsten spends the next two days cooking Cooking. up a storm.
0: I know, which is so So Sounds like an oxymoron, right? It is. Yeah, so Kirsten's preparing and she's cooking. And so Julie and Kirsten arrive at Jeff's with all the food and beautiful flowers. And there's no one there. (laughs) And there is no one invited. There's no
1: one invited because Jeff just wanted to have dinner with Julie. Right. It almost to me in the beginning, which I'm sure they were weirded out, it was like he wanted to have a threesome. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure he would have. You know, let's eat. But also, there's nobody else coming. So you guys decide what you want to (laughs) do. At first, I couldn't remember exactly what happened. I was like, oh, is this guy trying to like get with both Mm -hmm. of them? But
0: yeah. No, just Julie. Just Julie. And he promises, like, hey, I'm still going to pay you. And we can eat the food. But I really did this all for. Which is. Ridiculous. And Julie's like, Oh my god, you did this all for a date. Right. And so she's smitten after that. Of course. And so Kirsten's like, Um, you can serve yourselves. (sighs) Yeah.
1: I'm out of here. I was like, "Eh, At least you're getting the money. But like you she wasted all that time making food for all those people. I know. Like that's really bitchy. And (laughs) And wrong and disrespectful. But whatever.
0: But Julie stops by the next morning to tell Kirsten about the date and like he was so so boring. Weird and his (laughs) His tongue was like sandpaper, <laughs> and she's like, "I couldn't believe that he would pay that much to go on a date, right?" And so this light bulb moment happens, and then they decide they're going to start a high end dating service. Fun. I'm about this. This should be. This should be fun. Which is so great because really, Newport would
1: they do would so well here. eat that
0: shit up. Yeah. All right. So let's go back to Marissa and Ryan. Let's let's go for a circle here. So at this point, as we've been talking,
1: where we left off with them, they have not seen each other, nor have they spoken. And Seth makes a point to say to Ryan, too. I just wanted to make sure I got this in because it really resonated with me. He's like, you canceled on Marissa and she didn't say anything. He's like, she didn't have a problem with it. I'm like, wait, you guys had plans and then you canceled on her like literally last minute and she didn't have a problem with it. I, I thought that that was weird. That is not Like, they're weird. totally on the different pages. Because it shows where... The disconnect. Uh-huh. And their <laughs> priorities are. Right. That, too. Like, Ryan's doing this internship. He can't make time to pick up the phone. Marissa's so involved with Johnny. She can't pick up the phone. They can't meet each other. It's it's bad for a relationship. It's really bad. It's awful. And
0: where they're at right now is they finally get some time. So Ryan tries to surprise Marissa shows up in summer's room so funny she's not there marissa's trying to do the same thing shows up in the pool house and they both sit and they end up
1: i think it's ryan calls marissa yeah and then marissa he says do you want me to come to you and then marissa says no i actually kind of liked this. i mean i i liked it because it's it showed like some maturity in their relationship but yeah. also if it was me i'd be like i need to see you <laughs> same you know but
0: maybe if they saw each other it would be more of not talking about the situation yeah it would be like yeah i get what you're saying joking around and so they have like they start talking and i love how it's like hi
1: hi
0: how are you right like what's going on and And
1: he tells her about the strip club
0: right off the bat right off the bat because they're saying like bet i had a stranger night than you did yeah and they're like try me and so he tells about the strip club and marissa takes it like a champ. She's, she's like, really? Yeah, she just laughs it off. Good for you, Riss. And she's <laughs> like, I have to tell you something. Nothing happened. She tells him
1: about But we don't hear about what he has to say. We don't. Which I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested to know what Ryan has to say. I feel like he does trust her. He does. But now it's like, how do you trust Johnny? Now you have that sort of friend that we discussed before, this acquaintance that is in Marissa's life. At all times, and now they go to school together. So it's like, how do you trust him after that? But then, it's like, Johnny is a good guy. So, like, is he going to try and do, like attempt to do anything with Marissa? Like, it's too soon to tell. Like, you want to believe he's a good guy.
0: Yeah, and I think we're not going to kick a man when he's down. No, and
1: that too. You can't just leave this kid high and dry. Like, you have nobody in your life. And if you look at their histories, well... I mean Oliver was crazy. Yeah. He got in, in the middle of Ryan and Marissa. But Ryan trusted Marissa. He did. And he didn't he and he was right in doing that because she literally did nothing wrong except for trust someone who she shouldn't have. Right. But she's naive. Yeah. And then it's like the same thing. Actually. When you look
0: <laughs> it is. And then when you look at Teresa and Ryan, we know Teresa had feelings
1: for Ryan, but Marissa trusted Ryan. She did. So these two are so, they're so trustworthy of each other. It's a—it's amazing for two 17-year-olds to be this trustworthy. I certainly wouldn't be. This actually is segues into a perfect
0: comment that we got uh, on Instagram. Oh, Alicia nice. sent us, I obviously previewed them, and... She sent us a great comment about Marissa and Ryan's relationship. So let's take a break. Yeah, and we'll go into. I'm segments. excited for that. I'm Liz Parker, and five days ago I died.
1: If you remember these iconic lines, check out "Pass the Hot Sauce," a Roswell podcast. Join two longtime fans and one newbie as we recap every episode of the original WB show, spoiler-free.
0: We've got new recap episodes every two weeks and
1: alien-centric mini-episodes. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RoswellHotSauce. And check out Pass the Hot Sauce on the podcatcher of your choice. Welcome back. It's nice to be, nice to be back. Yeah, you know. Speech is great. Speech. <laughs>
0: Obviously, I always love when we recap the episode because then we get to have talks, but I love our segments. It's my favorite part. Yeah, I know. I don't want to pick favorites, but this is truly my favorite part when everybody submits and talks to us same, and their comments and questions. So we're going to start off as we always do with some tea- Hey, ladies, saw that you were recording tonight. Here is my trivia. Thank you. The film Johnny and Marissa are watching is *Rebel Without a Cause*. Oh, okay. And the scene playing is the one where the three rebels are in the empty mansion's empty pool, which is like in a lot of ways when Marissa, Ryan, and Seth were in the model home. Yes. Did you ever see that movie? I haven't. No. I saw it because it's one of the top films.
1: Is that a James Dean movie?
0: Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. It's I watched movie. it with Aunt and Kyle, and I was like, I don't love this movie. Mm-hmm. And Kyle's like, it's a great
1: movie. And I'm like, (laughs) it's not. Sometimes the classics are like, you know, they're outdated by the time you watch them. So you're like, "Mm." yeah. This
0: is the second week where the views fell below 6 million with only 5.8.
1: Oh, yeah. How dare them.
0: Michelle, last week you mentioned on set drama, but having no sources. Eh. That's correct. Thank you, Tish. I got you some sources. Wow. Tate talks about how hard it was to direct the kids. By the time I started to direct, the kids on the show had developed a really bad attitude.
1: Wow.
0: Donovan told this to Vulture. They just didn't want to be on the show anymore. It was pretty tough. They were very tough to work with. The adults were all fantastic. Total pros. Whoa. Okay, so that goes behind. I mean, that defeats everything I said last week. Right, they weren't even. That means I they know. weren't excited to work Just with Tate. To have Tate, yeah. He has since gone. He has since gone the record to state that they have apologized for how they acted back, and he totally understands. Wow. And okay. And she does. Send the sources. Thank you so Thank much, you, Tish. Tish. That's at Letitia underscore Dominique on Instagram. In case you're new here, and you're like, why are they making those weird TT T That would be funny. We're going to get a goof from our goof king, Fassel. Fassel. Uh, Goof for tonight's episode, Marissa's phone changes throughout the episode. Hmm. Interesting.
1: All flip phones, though. Yeah. So it's hard to notice. Thank you, Fassel. Yes, thank you.
0: Last week, Mrs. Fontaine, 2015, my friend Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Lifelong friend. She commented to us about how. Volchuk was seen in season one. Right. The guy that Ryan punched on the beach. Yeah. And I was like, I couldn't find any sources of it and I couldn't see it. And I was like, please send me. So Brittany now responded. (laughs) Okay. So I have to admit defeat in the beginning of season three, episode seven, the previously on, she was a fight on the beach with Ryan and Volchuk. It looks so much like the fight from season one that I didn't even notice Johnny in the background. Oh, wow. It happens, girl. It's totally cool. I, We're good. <laughs> she says, but I do have to point out that after attempting my own research, the OC wiki page is still wrong. Don't I ever always complain it's about awful. this? You cannot go to OC wiki. They have the worst information. She says it says that Volchuk's first appearance is 316, Which but is clearly, you know, wrong. he was in 3-4. I believe that was his first appearance. So I will say, I'm sorry for doubting your knowledge, but also I'm so happy I got a shout out. Love you guys. Oh We never no, know you, anything. You so don't.
1: Definitely we're not doubting Michelle's knowledge. Never. For sure. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> no, you guys know so much more than. Yeah,
1: definitely. Than
0: I do. Most of the time I'm just in my own world loving the humans on the screen. <laughs> uh, okay. Our next uh, sweet sweet message is from at. AAW3115 Alicia which I was talking to at the bottom half of the first segment how she had a very interesting comment about Russ I'm and Ryan's. excited for this So I'm just going to go she lent send us a very nice long message Wonderful You know what guys it's funny we get messages from you guys and then you're like I'm sorry it's long don't we worry We love it We love it The longer the better Send us your novels we want to read them Yeah Hey ladies I'm finally caught up I'm excited to get involved in real time. First, thank you for the shout out and addressing my question about Ryan and Marissa saying I love you. Yes. I thought that was a great question to pose. So great. Um, I wanted to clarify my name is Alicia and not sorry. Ashley. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> but I have been
1: called that a lot. Oh, OK. I'm glad I can. You
0: know. We're sorry. Sorry. I love I agree with you both that we don't hear Summer and Seth say it much either. But I think more for sure than Ryan and Marissa. Yeah, I agree with that. Wanted to weigh in on the top five, bottom five. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so after some thought, here are mine. Top five. I gave you guys homework last week, and a few of you did your homework. So, Alicia's top five. Ryan, Sandy, Summer, Marissa, Julie. Great top five. So good. Perfect. Bottom five. Trey, Volchuk, sorry, Aunt. <laughs> Johnny, Caitlin, and Lindsay. I think Ooh, that's a beautiful that's bottom, a five. bottom five. great bottom five. That might be my bottom five. Yeah. It's a good bottom five. Maybe I would replace one for another. Yeah. I don't know if Caitlin's on my bottom
1: five. Yeah. She's...
0: Lindsay, definitely. Lindsay, yeah. It's funny. When I first watched this show in high school, I loved Seth. He was my all-time favorite, and I remember not liking Marissa. Sounds familiar. As an adult watching, I love Ryan and Sandy, agree with Liz. That thirst level for Ryan is up there, and <laughs> I really find Seth a lot more annoying and selfish. Yeah, I've a hundred. We watched. It's like we watched the same show. <laughs> yeah, like dude, it's not always about you. It's not. And I really enjoy Marissa and think she's come into her own in season three. Yes, this is what it's like to be watching a kid for the OC, and then go, not a kid but a teen is teenager watching it, and then going and watching as an adult. Definitely. Do you girls think that the reason many teenage viewers don't like Marissa and Ryan is and Ryan together is because they are sort of wise beyond their years and seem to often act more like adults than kids? Hmm. Maybe it's hard for actual teenagers to get it and relate. Not to say that they both don't act irrationally at times. Not sure. Just a thought. So yeah, that's I first mean, question. I
1: guess watching it when, when I was younger, I thought that she was so dramatic and whiny and there was just something about her but now watching it with adult eyes I'm like I just take you for you're a teenager and look at all this shit that has happened to you so I get it like just you know you always say like if I knew what I knew now if I knew then you know so it's okay. like it's the same thing with your own life and then you're watching the television character and you're like well it's, it's the same thing with them like if you knew what you knew now <laughs> you probably wouldn't have done that shit
0: yeah, and so I, I
1: feel for her and watching the
0: first time. I don't think I had a hatred for Marissa. No, she you never really
1: hated her. Favorite. We all hated no, on her. Yeah, when Michelle we talked about it last week that when Michelle showed us the OC, it was myself John and your sister and our friend Tim and we all hated Marissa and you're like, no, she's not that bad. And like now you're like obviously even more so in love with her, which is great because this is like you're well. I don't know how many consecutive times I don't you've watched either. it. <laughs> I really don't know. But you say you don't really watch a lot of three because it's not your favorite. Yeah. So, you know, it's all about perspective.
0: And Ryan, I always enjoyed him as a character because he was always the backbone and grounded. Yeah, he was always more level-headed than everyone else. But I think as a teenager, and like you, Alicia, Seth was my favorite because yeah. he was this boy who was relatable to me and I was attracted to him. Definitely. So... How no, but know? totally. Yeah. Her second question why do you think Marissa keeps getting into these situations where boys fall madly in love with her? Do you know anyone like that in high school
1: that <sighs> the boys loved? Yes. But was oblivious to the yes. fact. Yes. Of mm-hmm. course. I did. Definitely did. And and you can't hate them because you're like, they're so nice. Like they're just nice people. Like we talked to obviously about it in depth that Marissa's done with done a lot of shit but she hasn't really been bad since like season one she's just naive when it comes to things like this she has such a big heart right and she I don't think she I think she might be a lot on the surface she's very confident but internally I think all the shit that she's had to go through especially with her parents and then you know everything with the shooting so I feel like inside inside she's insecure so to her how could everyone spoon over her when she is a little bit damaged inside? Yeah. But on the outside, everyone's like, "Oh, this is Marissa. She's so like deep and obviously beautiful, but has a huge heart, and she's just she's sensible." So I could see why guys would love her. I mean, I mean, naturally, she's gorgeous. Gorgeous. She's the girl
0: next door, literally. Yeah. She starts
1: out rough, yeah. But she, but, but I mean, well, in the beginning, around. she's yeah. good, right? yeah yeah lastly
0: do you know that apple music you can buy soundtracks to the oc thought that was kind of neat looking forward to listening and watching along here on out thank you ladies
1: thank you thank you alicia send us your comments and thoughts every itunes always had that good stuff they they compile like show soundtracks and stuff like that so Yeah, yeah i definitely in the day my sister was on gossip girl podcast last week and She was talking about how she downloaded all of the soundtracks because that's what you just did when you loved a television show. The music's so good. And the music's so good, so why not? Our next comments and questions
0: come from at MuseChick, our girl Vic. Hey, Vic. Oh, man, I remember this one. (laughs) Marissa, how naive are you? (laughs) Yeah. Even when Johnny tells her he likes her like he's falling in love with her, she still thinks he didn't mean it because she
1: does say that too oh he probably didn't mean it he's He's on on painkillers
0: she is just naturally naive like why would he say that
1: he knows because in her head
0: it's like Johnny knows I have a boyfriend yeah there's no way I know I love that about her though this beautiful girl who could be so stuck up yeah she's not she's not not. I'm glad she finally saw it and told him they need some time like I know thank goodness the light bulb went on oh yeah I'm actually glad that her and Ryan actually told each other the truth, because if they keep stuff from each other, they're going to start having problems again. Definitely. I like that Julie and Kirsten finally have an idea for their business. Not sure how I feel about the way they thought of it though. (laughs) And Matt, I remember having trouble with a project and going to a strip club for a little time out said no one ever. Or I was like, Oh, is this a story? (laughs) She was like, uh, said nobody ever. Yeah. I get that. He's, hurting, but taking Ryan there was a huge error in judgment. Yeah, and mistake. Going there himself when he's supposed to be working on this big proposal was just a bad idea. Yeah, definitely. And I just have to say how much I love Sandy and Kirsten.
1: 100%.
0: Why do you think Ryan and Marissa didn't tell each other the truth at first? I think
1: I the think, timing wasn't right. I, yeah, it's like so much time has passed by with those situations that they the longer they wait to talk, the more awkward it is to bring it up. So I get why They didn't speak up just yet.
0: And I also think sometimes when something happens and it's so fresh. Right. You need time to
1: process. If there's time, then you can say it without emoting about it. Yeah. Like not getting super like angry or upset or yeah. Like or defensive. Like, hey, I'm going to tell you this. But before you jumped down my throat. Yeah. Uh, If
0: you were Sandy, would you rehire Matt again? Yeah. I would too. (laughs) Yeah. I would too.
1: You always give someone a
0: second chance. Do you think he only hired him because what uh, what his friend said that she can get on the meeting again, which we didn't touch upon that? Oh, right. And that that th-
1: he can get them a follow up meeting.
0: Yeah. I, I think Sandy would have hired him either way because. That's Sandy and he has a good heart. Right. You know, yeah. but yeah. So when the friend came and tried to get mad his job back from sandy she did say like listen i know the people you met with i can get you another meeting right right they're clients of mine <laughs> <Right>. awkward <laughs> yeah okay i did my homework my top and bottom five for you yay top five i love these people she says ryan taylor sandy summer kirsten nice bottom five these annoyed angered me volchuk johnny charlotte Lindsay, rebecca Oh, Maybe this is my top,
1: my bottom five. Rebecca and Charlotte are horrible, horrible.
0: Ugh. At B Side Poetry, reached out to us and said they were listening to the episode. And while Johnny looks sixteen, Ryan Donahue, who was twenty six or twenty seven, while filming, wow, which is normal in TV land, but becomes very problematic when the whole Caitlyn Cooper situation.
1: Yeah, he um. Looks super young, yeah. So, I
0: thanked her so much, like, thank you so much. Because I've been meaning we talk, we keep talking about the ages, so I've been meaning to collect the ages of where they Holy are in season three.
1: I would not peg him for 26, 27 at this time.
0: So, I looked it up. So, I have ages of oh, me, yeah. So, Peter, who plays Sandy, you mean season three? Season okay, three, this gotcha. is how old everybody is currently, right now. Okay, so Peter, who plays Sandy, is 50. Wow, okay. Kelly, who plays Kirsten, is 40. Stud, that's why she looks like that. (laughs) Melinda, who (laughs) plays Julie, is 36. 100%. Misha, as we know, who plays Marissa, is 19.
1: Oh, only 19. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Ben, who plays Ryan, is 27. Adam, who plays Seth, is 26. Okay. Rachel, who plays Summer, is 24.
1: Yeah, I see that.
0: Ryan, who plays Johnny,
1: when I looked up his birthday, is 25. He was 25 here. Okay, so to me, Mm -hmm. this is probably what people... What I get all the time is you look like you're 18. So, you know, I get it. He does have a baby face. Yes. Uh, Johnny, who... No, no.
0: Yeah, Johnny, who plays Chili, I'm sorry, is 22. Okay. Autumn, who plays Taylor, 25. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then Jeff, who plays Matt, because they're like, let me throw you in here, is 30.
1: 30. Which I feel... He looks young, too. That works, though. That works, yeah. 26, 30s. Yeah. Okay. See, the men without facial hair always throws me off. I even say that to Randy all the time. I'm like, you look like you could be, like, 22 without facial hair. It's freaky.
0: When aunt completely shaves, I feel like I'm cradle robbing. Same. It's freaky. And babysitting. (laughs) No. I don't.
1: No. And I don't even like the texture mm -mm. of, like, the really shaved close to the Mm-mm. skin I'm like oh where'd your beard go <laughs> what happened to your face what happened We're gonna go over to
0: Del Vasto Michael. Michael happy stream night to summarize this episode inside everybody's head Johnny likes Marissa it's so obvious she must know mm-hmm. Johnny Marissa I think I'm in love with you Marissa. Johnny likes me. This totally came out of nowhere. (laughs) I did not see this coming. What will I do? Maybe I'll continue to spend all my free time with him and pretend nothing happened because we are platonic friends. Everyone else rolls eyes, rolls eyes. (laughs) But in all seriousness, we saw this coming a long time ago. I do like the end where she opened up to Ryan about everything between her and Johnny. MVP again goes to Summer. She realized that she has potential and now can have a dream of being whatever she wants and go to Brown with Seth. Mm -hmm. Shittiest is still Seth Okay He got weird when he found out that Summer is a genius I get that it was the one thing he thought he was better at But still he should have been happy for her Definitely 100% Have to agree Here are my top five and worst characters Top five best Sandy, Anna Nice Summer, Seth, Ryan Worst, Taylor oh, Johnny, Trey And both season one and two, Caleb. And then early season one, Marissa. And mid-season three, Marissa.
1: Wow. Throwing them fighting
0: words. Oh, but I love a list that's a little different. And love that
1: Anna's on your top. Yeah, no one gives Anna enough credit. I love her. Yeah, she's great. Michael Delfasto also sent us a message on Patreon this is some juicy shit and I can't wait to post it because when I read it, my mouth dropped to the floor and Michelle was nodding her head too. He listened to a podcast, like a a gossip podcast and they reveal a lot of dirt that was happening while the show was going on. And, um, he said that it was just so crazy to hear and we're going to post it on Patreon, but you know, just to tease, it's good stuff, like hookups, good things. And this podcast is available for you to listen <laughs> to. So I don't know, but we're not going to talk about it here. But you can listen or sh- see it on Patreon. It's good. Thank and, you, Michael. And when we post it, let's talk let's about talk, it. Let's talk. L- OC. Let's talk OC <laughs> and the juicy behind the scenes of it. Because I'm dying to talk about it. <laughs> I, yeah,
0: we'll just leave it at that. Definitely. I'm not going to try and talk and you guys be like, well, what are you talking about? Right. You just have to go. You just have to go to Patreon. Before we get into our little uh, fashion segments and quotes, just some music in the episode. The 88, shout out loud, find China, the Invisible Men. So thank you, music. And thank you, everyone who sent and us questions. And yes, comments. always cannot
1: stress it and enough. And your lists. We
0: love it. Love, love, love it.
1: Some fashion. Yeah. I liked Marissa's green and black velvet dress with the belts. Gorgeous. She looks so good in that. Her body and her hair in that scene, too, was the best. The bee's knees. Summer's black, like, turtleneck top with the pencil skirt. That pencil skirt ah. was so good. I loved that whole outfit. She looks so sophisticated, but also really stylish and really cute. I don't know if you caught, but when
0: Julie and Kirsten were in the club having lunch julie's printed boots oh
1: no i didn't catch they were that. so
0: good i mean there was no zoom in or anything but i was like oh my
1: gosh and also i noticed julie's hair is more red yeah and her hair is just so good the cut is so good she's got great thick nice smooth shiny hair i know she's gorgeous she is i also liked when uh they had they went over to well, whatever his name was for the event that didn't happen johnny's no um Sorry, I meant Julie. I didn't say the person's oh, name. Oh, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff's oh, house. okay, okay. She's wearing this, like, nude tank top with the feathers on it. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so good. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I did get a kick out of
0: Seth's pirate costume. Yeah, that was funny. At the earring.
1: I put Bay all dressed up with his slacks and button down when he was ready to go to the office. I was like, oh, Ryan, I'm drooling. He just looked like a f- adult, though. Like, dressed up going to work. I'm like, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. You are not 17. No. That's all I have for fashion. Yeah, that's all I have, too. Some quotes? Yes. I
0: have Seth saying, have you or asking, have you noticed how Summer's gotten a lot funnier?
1: <laughs> I think she's funnier than me now. <laughs> he was so, like, overwhelmed with all of that. Oh, my I God. Know. I have, she did save (laughs) Cressmica. Right. The whole theme. Uh, We had nothing to talk about. His
0: tongue was like sandpaper.
1: Yeah, I had that one too. Turns out that I'm totally smart. (laughs) Summer. I also have just, the kid has no one. When Ryan said that about Johnny in the beginning. Yeah, that's awful. We're partners. In a business. Uh, When Summer commented on the colors of brown, how cute are seals? I have Matt saying to Ryan, good distraction. It's the best way to unwind. Ooh. Mm. And then what I
0: said when we were talking about the episode, but I just, again, love when Ryan says she wants to be with you, not be you. Yeah. And also the line of when this all happened, <laughs> after Ryan says that line, Seth looks at Ryan and he's like, can you drive me to summers yeah and then
1: it's like why don't we have cars why don't we have cars yeah why do we why don't we have cars why don't we have cars it's so true that's mm-hmm. what everyone's thinking yeah that's all I have that's all I have as well is MVP and shittiest yeah girl okay, okay I'm ready all right <laughs> three, three two one Ryan summer. oh summer good choice. summer I she went for like big dreams and goals in this episode. I was so proud of her. And then even though her and Seth fighting was kind of annoying, but she does make it seem like she does have good points. Like you don't want me to be smarter than you. That's like the whole point of our relationship is that you're better than me at everything. And like, she wasn't going to stand for it and they, and then they finally make up and she's still hopeful that they'll both get into Brown. And then they both say too, like, no matter who gets in, we'll still love each other. Mm -hmm. And support each other. Mm -hmm. So go summer. Good girl. I know. (laughs) And you said Laza, you're loving her growth. Yeah. I yeah, I picked her last week too.
0: And you picked Ryan. I did pick Ryan. I was going to pick Summer, but I'm proud of Ryan for again being patient with Marissa. Yeah. Trusting her. Being Mm -hmm. patient with Johnny. Taking this internship and Being a good intern by not ratting out the person you're working under. Even though it's a tricky situation because it's Sandy, he gave it to you, but you also don't want to let the guy you're working under. You don't want to be a rat. Right. He was there for Matt in his own way. Right. (laughs) It was inappropriate, but he still was there. Mm -hmm. And then the chat at the end of the night with Marissa and how they finally talk. And he's like, I went to a strip club. Like, he's just out saying it. Definitely. And also just being a good friend to Seth. They've been having a lot of these catch-ups mm-hmm. in the past couple of episodes of just filling each other in. He's like, don't compete with Summer. You don't right, want to do right. this. Don't do this. So that is why I chose Ryan. Good choice. Thank you. Who's your shittiest? Yeah. I have it. I have, I have a blue ribbon, too. <laughs> I have a, I have a blue ribbon, but I'm just going with the shittiest. So. Yeah. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one, one Seth. Matt. Ah, Matt, it's my blue ribbon. Seth is my blue (laughs) ribbon. Because as much as Seth, as Michael explained, and how I don't like him putting down Summer and not wanting her to be smart, I can't, this is just who Seth is. And I'm not making an excuse for Seth, but he has never had anything
1: like this. Right. I know this is like his one goal and nothing's going to stand in his way. But I did choose him as shittiest by default because he makes his relationship a competition and that's not good it's you not should definitely not do that very immature should be very supportive of your other half regardless of you know if they get into the school or not i feel like we're watching the episode of riverdale like, with the yale situation oh, I, <laughs> I thought of that I was like, you oh know it's gosh. like you just got to be supportive of your partner and i felt like he wasn't considering her last week and into this week but maybe he'll turn a new leaf and i gave matt my Blue Ribbon. Initially, I was going to pick him, but then I picked Yeah, Seth.
0: because Matt, again, one, I don't really know you, Matt, so I right. feel like I shouldn't pick you as my shittiest. Right. You're going through some shit right now, but my shittiest, I feel like my case is just not even good. But you weren't right. You shouldn't have brought Ryan no, to very inappropriate. the strip club. Like, that's what I fault you on. Yes. Should have went by yourself. Like, hey, Ryan, you can go home. I'm handling yeah. it on my own. Like, Right. Right, like don't put d- Ryan in that situation. him there. Don't put him in that situation. Like he literally, Sandy's his guardian. Right, you
1: know it's not good. That wasn't a good look for you, bro. No, <laughs> not a good look. <laughs> All right, is it that time of the week? It's that time of the week. It's patron of the it's week. Patron of of it's, patron of it's patron of baby. the week. It's patron of the week. This week, our patron of the week is Vivacious Vic. Vic! Vic takes the spot. She's taken the spot a bunch of times because she is probably not knocking anyone else down, but she is <laughs> our number one supporter. She consistently, every single week, without failure... Sends us questions and comments for every single podcast. She always is listening first. She's always posting on Patreon. She's always so super supportive of everyone on there. She wishes people happy birthday. She's just, she's a great patron and a great friend for the network for us to have. And I just wanted to honor her. And she left us a sweet Gossip Girl review on iTunes. And I just we can't thank her enough. She's an awesome, awesome patron. So thank you, Vic. Thank you, Vic. We love you. AKA Muse Chick. AKA Vivacious Veg. I know. (laughs) She's got so many names. AKA all the names. All the names. Are you ready Mm.
0: for your haiku for the double digits?
1: Oh my god, I can't believe we're getting there.
0: Okay, so here's your haiku for season three, episode 10, from me to you. Mm. The (gasps) chrismaka Bar Mitzvah. Oh, we're
1: here? Oh Oh. my god, we're
0: here. A man with a plan. (laughs) But an honorary Jew. All for a good cause.
1: The Christmachal. Do they make Ryan an honorary Jew? Or not? Who's the Christmachal Bar Mitzvah? Who's turning 13? (laughs) Nobody's turning 13. But maybe they're giving Ryan his honorary bar Bar Mitzvah because he's now part of the Cohen family and they want to honor him by showing him his Jewish roots. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, warm. I remember some little things that happened in this episode, but not a lot. Uh, obviously, I remember the title. And then we had Soli's Christmas bar, bar mitzvah. Yes, I gave my bat cat mitzvogah.
0: a chrismicah bar mitzvah.
1: Yes. She wore a
0: Yama because her birthday's in December. Mm-hmm. so We held her fun. up to Lion King. Oh. Ah.
1: It's what you do for cats when they turn 13 (laughs) just letting you know so that's my prediction with ryan summer and seth we're not going to find out who gets into brown just yet it's too soon you gotta wait a couple months for that they're going to all be focusing on this marissa johnny thing all collectively like i feel like they're not all gonna have their own storylines they're all going to be like core four of marissa and johnny situation mm-hmm. okay it's warmish um let's get the start of this speed dating slash not really speed dating matchmaking uh company dating yeah yes i'm excited for that because i sort of remember that but it's escaping me what happens with that uh, that's a good plot for them I can Mm -hmm. I'm excited for Julie because I feel like this is like so Julie Julie. like I get Kirsten this is like her she's like gonna do the books of it but like Julie's gonna be like the face this is what you have to do she can work a room she can work a room she's so good at this so I'm excited for that and maybe more Matt and Sandy but that probably be on the back burner for now I'm just we're focused I feel like on this Johnny stuff this has to keep going ticking up up and up so and I remember Very warm. lots of things that happen with that. I will not spoil it, but the shit gets crazy. Yeah. And real. And I'm not ready for it. I don't want it to happen.
0: This is gonna be a good episode because my sister and her husband yes, are Sam guests. Sam and Bobby hosting. are coming on.
1: This should be it's gonna be awesome. They've never been on the podcast before. Sam
0: has never been on any of my podcasts. None and in I've, all of the years of podcasting. In all of my stupid
1: little projects, Samantha's never been a guest. I'm so super excited for this because I can only imagine what it's going to be like. You I guys know. are in for a treat. I know. You get to meet my kin. Yes. but Bobby's going to be great. Not that Sam won't be great, but I feel like Sam probably will be a little quiet. She, <laughs> yeah. But she's going to have great feedback. Yeah, and Sam and Bobby have both seen
0: the show before. They love the show. Multiple times Bobby puts it in his top five favorite shows, which Is I'm super amazing. proud that I influenced him on that. He used ryan and marissa in his vows to sam yeah super proud super proud sister-in-law over here i remember when i read his vows and i was like (laughs) oh did you did you (laughs) did you you just do that so i hope you guys are looking forward to that we are but thank you so much for listening this week and every week we so appreciate it you can hit us up on let's Hawk oc on all the social meds You can send us an email, letstalkOC at Gmail. And of course on Patreon, if you want to message us there, that's great too. Our Patreon is our little family on the interwebs. We have fun things. We have bonus episodes. We just had one out on the show You. We do a weekly Riverdale podcast. So if that sounds great, go check it out. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Okay, if you're still listening. I've been wanting to do this. Spoiler.
1: Oh yeah, Some spoilers
0: because I've been wanting to voice this for a really long time. So excited. So, guys, if you're new... Shut off. Shut it <laughs> off right now. But if you're not re-watching this, all I can keep thinking about is Marissa dying. Yeah, me too. And, like, and then
1: Johnny killing himself. Yeah. And so, like... <laughs> These things that are happening,
0: these little like with Marissa, being like, oh, I'm gonna go to Berkeley. It's so sad. And her and Ryan last week when they're on the or two weeks, was it last week? When she, was John last on? week with
1: with with Berkeley? Yeah, yeah.
0: And she's like, yeah, Ryan, and I we're gonna apply to Berkeley. And I'm
1: like, oh. And then this yeah. week when she's like, maybe I could be a nurse, right? She's no, no, you're not gonna be a nurse. I know. It, I don't know why it's killing me more. Maybe
0: I'm just like an overly emotional
1: person. Well, now you're walk, watching it, like, decline, and you're absorbing it even more than you generally do because now you're talking with it every single week with me and other people. So like, you're you're feeling it all over again, and you know what happens. I know. So it, it ugh, it's really hard.
0: And so every time I'm, she's talking about like future, future things. Stuff. I'm hanging on those moments. I'm like, oh, they actually don't have it. I'm like. I think I'm just, like, too emotionally invested in these fictional people. <laughs> because, like... No. no. Well, <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, yes, but also no, because we have a podcast, and we need to be emotionally in- oh. in- uh, you know, well, yeah. involved in these characters. Yeah, so. yeah. But, yeah, I keep thinking about that, and then I'm like, oh, my God, I know, Johnny. it's so sad. And, Johnny, it's like, it's just going to get worse from here. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is awful. <laughs> and then
0: just... I keep waiting, but Seth gets really mm, but cringe the, the cringe, but the thing I really wanted to express is like this this summer, the Marissa stuff where I'm like, Oh, let she die. Yeah,
1: No, it's it's really tough. And I remember even first time around watching it, not knowing when it happens, but knowing that it does. And I remember being like, Oh man. But I didn't like her then, so I was like, Oh, of course this girl's gonna die. I know she's gonna kill her like get you know killed or whatever but you no know, now I'm like oh man this girl she had so many ups and downs and then she keeps overcoming them and she
0: we get so down but she does yeah. come
1: back up yeah we get real
0: down yeah like right down all the way I know I don't want to go too much into <laughs> yeah. it because you're watching it semi fresh fresh for eyes you. a little bit yeah but yeah but maybe every week I'll do this, like, our after hours Love talk, it. Yeah. Because then we could be like, oh, my God, what do we... Right, right, right. All right, guys. If you're here, thanks for listening. Yes. Thank you.